Please refrain from posting online and social media reviews of your experience as these may be considered testimonials and are subject to regulations under the Securities and Exchange Commission SEC and are not allowed by Gradient Advisors LLC. Clicking like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors LLC and or their affiliated investment advisor representatives. This is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeffrey provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird. Hello and welcome back to Financial Focus. My name is Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts Wealth Management. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please give us a call at 702-346-1335 or visit us online at www.financialconceptsmesquite.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. During our show today, we're going to examine some of the tax breaks that are available to those 50 and older. A U.S. News & World Report article, 10 Tax Breaks for People Over 50, has some insights and details that I think could prove to be very useful. If you'd like to review the article yourself, it's available at money.usnews.com. The first thing to be aware of is the larger standard deduction for folks who are 65 and older and don't itemize their taxes. The standard deduction for people in this age group is $1,750 larger than the deduction for people younger than 65 who are filing as individuals. Married couples can bump up their standard deduction by $1,400 if one of the couple is at least 65 and by $2,800 if they're both at least 65. Additionally, if you and your spouse are legally blind, you may qualify for a larger standard deduction. Next, older folks are allowed to earn a little more than their younger counterparts before they're required to submit a tax return. Those who are at least 65 may tally a gross income of as much as $14,700 before they have to file a tax return for 2022, which is $1,750 more than younger workers. The tax filing ceiling is $28,700 for couples if both spouses are at least 65 and $27,300 if one of the spouses is at least 65. The ceiling for younger couples is $25,900. Bear in mind, however, that folks below the filing ceiling may still want to submit a tax return so that they qualify for various tax credits or a potential refund of income tax that was withheld. While property tax rules are often vastly different state by state and jurisdiction by jurisdiction, in some locations, folks above a certain age and who also earn less than specific incomes may qualify for property or school tax deferrals or exemptions. Take Texas as an example. In that state, homeowners who are at least 65 are eligible for a $10,000 homestead exemption on their school district taxes 
in addition to the exemption that's available to all Texas homeowners, and some local jurisdictions provide additional exemptions for those who are at least 65. Likely, most of you listening today don't live in Texas. My point is that it may be worth your time to reach out to your financial services professional and tax professional to discuss the specific rules for tax breaks in your location. In some cases, you may be required to fill out additional tax forms or an application before you can begin claiming certain property tax exemptions. If you or your spouse are at least 65 and you have a lower income, you may be eligible to claim a tax credit that's specific to older folks. Those who qualify may be able to reduce their tax bill by utilizing this credit. Here's how it works. Your adjusted gross income must be below $17,500 for an individual or $25,000 if both you and your spouse are at least 65 and your non-taxable Social Security and pension income must be below $5,000 for an individual or $7,500 for couples to use this credit. Younger folks who are permanently disabled may also qualify for this credit, which ranges from $3,750 to $7,500. Let me reiterate that taxes don't vanish once you retire. Your various forms of retirement income may be subject to annual taxation. In some cases, they won't hit your financial strategy too hard, but in other cases, they may take a significant bite out of your preferred retirement lifestyle. Work closely with a financial services professional and a tax professional to devise a strategy that works for both your finances and your retirement goals. The next thing we should highlight is IRA deductions. Older folks may be able to defer paying income taxes on more money than younger people by contributing to an individual retirement account, more often referred to simply as an IRA. Folks who are at least 50 may save an additional $1,000 in an IRA for a grand total of $7,500 in 2023. A 50-plus-year-old worker in the 24% tax bracket who maxes out their IRA could save $1,800 on their current tax bill, which is $240 more than the maximum possible tax break of $1,560 for a younger person saving for retirement who is in the same tax bracket. Older folks with low and moderate incomes who are kicking money into a retirement account may also qualify for the saver's credit. In 2023, an individual with an adjusted gross income of up to $36,500 may qualify for the saver's credit if they're contributing to a retirement account. Furthermore, heads of household are eligible for saver's credit with an adjusted gross income of up to $54,750. Finally, married couples may earn up to $73,000 in adjusted gross income and remain eligible for the saver's credit. If you think the saver's credit may be something that would work for you, I'd recommend discussing it with your financial services professional and your tax professional. There's also some good news for older folks when it comes to their 401ks. Those older workers who have access to a 401k plan may be eligible to contribute catch-up contributions. Folks who are once again at least 50 may defer paying income tax on $7,500 more than younger workers 
if they contribute that amount of money to a 401k plan for a grand total of $30,000 this year. That means a worker who is at least 50, who is in the 24% tax bracket, who maxes out their 401k plan, may save $7,200 on their current tax bill, which is $1,800 more than a younger worker in the same tax bracket could save. Remember, income taxes aren't due on this money until you begin taking withdrawals. Additionally, folks who are between the ages of 60 and 63 will be eligible to contribute even larger catch-up contributions beginning in 2025. Younger workers who dip into their retirement accounts may be staring at a 10% early withdrawal penalty unless that money is used for specific purposes, including some medical expenses, health insurance premiums, and some college costs for you, your spouse, or your children or grandchildren. I'm only touching on a few possibilities, so if you're on the younger side and consider taking money out of retirement, I would urge you in the strongest terms possible to not do so before a thorough conversation with your financial services professional. But once you hit 59 and a half, you can begin withdrawals from an IRA for any reason without getting slapped with a 10% penalty. And if you quit your job at age 55 or older, you may begin penalty-free 401k distributions from the account linked to the job you most recently left at that time. Public safety officers who are at least 50 or who have completed a minimum of 25 years of service with the employer sponsoring the plan may begin penalty-free withdrawals when they turn 50. However, Income taxes due on withdrawals from traditional retirement accounts at any age. The next potential tax break for those who are at least 50 are qualified charitable distributions. Retirees are often required to withdraw money from traditional retirement accounts and pay the subsequent income tax bill. But if you don't need the money, you may avoid income tax on IRA withdrawals if you make a qualified charitable distribution. Retirees who are at least 70 and a half who transfer any amount of money up to $100,000 from their IRA to a qualified charity may not owe income taxes on that transaction. Though you don't need to make a large donation to see some benefit from this particular tax break. An IRA charitable contribution of $5,000 may shrink your tax bill by $1,200 if you're in the 24% tax bracket and a $1,000 donation may still save you $240 in taxes. If you enjoyed the show today, please visit www.financialconceptsmesquite.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information on what we discussed today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Be safe and God bless. Thank you for listening to Financial Focus. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeffrey Bird at Financial Concepts. Call 702 346 1335 or visit them online at financialconceptsmesquite.com. 
Jeffrey Bird offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Financial Concepts, Inc. is not a registered investment advisor, is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Jeffrey Bird, independent agent. Financial Concepts, Inc., Jeffrey Bird, and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Estate plans must be written by a qualified legal professional. Financial Concepts does not offer legal services, but may provide references to legal providers. It may also work with your attorney or legal advisor. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.